Welcome to Cancer Connection. I'm Sarah Humphrey. And today we're going to talk about trusting the Lord in the hard times. Because I know in your battle you will have good times, bad times, hard times, and then time for you just want to cry. I had plenty of those. And it's just hard. But thankfully, my sweetheart, who is also my sound guy, was one of my shoulders to cry on. I was very thankful for that. Anyway, um, today in my in my readings, I had found um, I had found two stories um, that I, that that brought up this point of um, having faith in the tough times. Uh, the first story I found was in Matthew chapter eight, verse five through thirteen. It's the faith of the centurion. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, I will go and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man of uh, under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished and said to those following him, I tell you the truth, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that, that many will come from the east and from the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, and it will be done just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed that very hour. I remember having times like that in my cancer battle, and times when things are just hard because you're going through tough times, you're really not feeling well. And that's when the devil likes to attack you with lies, which is his best weapon is lies. And he'll tell you things like, you know, you can't do this or you thought you could do this, but you really feel like doing this. And I know you're supposed to do this, but you really don't feel like it. And it's in those times that you just need to cling to the Lord and pray and say, dear Lord, I am not strong enough to do this on my own, but I know with you going before me, I can do it. And you will, you will do it because the Lord will help you. And that's what you need. You need someone to, you need him to go before you and to fight for you. And with the Lord fighting for you by your side, you will succeed in anything. Another story I found in the Bible with this point of having faith, um, faith that can move mountains basically, um, is the, is the woman with the bleeding problem. We're going to turn to Matthew chapter 9, verse, verse 20 and through 22. Just then, a woman who had been subject to a bleeding for 12 years came, upon, came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and said to her, Take heart, daughter, 
He said, your faith has made you well. I know just what that's like. In my cancer battle, I had a lot of hard times, and there were times when I would just pray the pray to the Lord because I knew that either I had to go to work or I had to go for more treatments or something, and I knew it was too much for me to do on my own. And I asked him to fight for me, and, and he did. He was there, and he fought for me. And I made it through treatments, and I made it through work or whatever it was I was dealing with. And I want to encourage you today to, to call to him if you're having problems or just if you're being caught up in doubts and being deceived and um, and being and if you're just feeling very disheartened, um, I encourage you to pray to him and he will help you. But you might be thinking, uh, what does clinging to God mean? What does this mean that I must do? Well, for me, I found that it starts with a, f um, a foundation of a prayer life. That is where you need to start. If you are just starting out in, in your relationship with the Lord, then it starts with prayer because that is going to be your connection to Him. And... Um, in your prayer life, I would encourage you to incorporate others because it will give you courage uh, through your cancer battle. Um, you praying for people and them praying for you. And, um, and it will give you a connection to the Lord and to others, which is what you need. Also, in your cancer battle, you'll go through tough times and, you know, and praying and does not necessarily mean that everything's going to be great and you will be healed. Um, but you just, you, you pray about it and the Lord will give you his peace. And his perfect peace is, the best way to explain it is, it doesn't matter what happens. It matters if he gives you his perfect peace. Because once you have peace, you trust him and he will work things out for you. Last week, I had Joe on with me from across the street, my neighbor, um, who, who had cancer and went through treatments. Um, one of, um, he had a lady that, that was praying for him that, that was from Africa, and she went um, on a trip where, that she was, where she was praying for others, and she was fasting in the mountains, and, and she prayed for him, and, and after treatments, he was healed. So that is a great story, too, to remind you of it's great to have connections and prayer life and people to pray with. If you are looking for, um, if you're looking for where to start in a prayer life, um, you, can, you can listen to my podcast that, that I had with Patricia. She is a great prayer warrior, and she has many, um, many people in her prayer, um, prayer chains. Um, but, but the best place to start is at your church. You can get on the prayer list and people will be praying for you. And then sometimes even, even when you go in for treatments at the hospital, you can always talk to people there and maybe strike up conversations. Um, I enjoyed talking to people that I would meet there because they're going through something similar that you are. I mean, they may not be going through the same treatments, but they're going through cancer and it's 
it's comforting to talk to someone that is going through the same things. Another great story that I found that, that may also be um, be similar to what you're going through is when Jesus calms the storm in Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 through 26. Without warning, a furious storm came upon the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping, and the disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. That's what I compared my cancer battle to. It was like a storm. And I went to him crying and afraid, just as the disciples did. And he calmed the storm. Even before treatments and things like that started, he calmed my heart. And that's what you need now if you've been diagnosed with cancer. You need the Lord to calm your heart. So, first of all, I would pray and say, Dear Lord, you know, I... I need you to help me through this. And you know, and even if if this is your first time talking to him, you know, cancer is a good place to start. And you know, and just tell him as you know, you can say, Well, you know, this is my first time talking to you, but this is my problem and I need you and just call out to him and he will be there. He will give you the comfort that is unexplainable because then you will realize that it doesn't matter what it comes down to. It doesn't matter how you feel, what the doctor's saying, and what the diagnosis is, and the treatment plan. What matters is the Lord and your relationship with Him, because He will give you the perfect peace that you need to get through all the treatments and the steps that they tell you. You know, I was thinking about people in my prayer group that were praying for me, I had several people in my church that were praying and they would send me notes and I would put them on the refrigerator. And there's a couple in my church, Mel and Denise. She sent me this note and it said, always praying for you, Mel and Denise, and hugs from us. She said that because I always get a hug from Mel when I go to church. That is like the big bonus when you go to church, hugs from people. Especially since COVID is over, you can get hugs now. Hugs are the best thing. Um, but anyway, I remember that note that they left and and the food that people brought over after I had surgery. You know, that that is a great thing about belonging to a Baptist church. Everyone knows how to cook. So if you don't feel like cooking, everyone everyone in church knows. Um but anyway, I encourage you to to get with the prayer group and get to church. And and I realize that this may be very new for you if you haven't done any of this before. But it will be very calming for you to to start a relationship with the Lord and to get connected to a church family and to a prayer group because it will, it will remind you that you are not on your own in this process. That it is a process and that you are going through it with the Lord going before you, which is what needs to be done. And your prayer family is following you. When I remember when I was going through treatments and people would ask me how I was and how things are going, I would always say, 
I'm hanging on by the hem of his garment. That was one of my favorite phrases because that was the truth. It was the best way to describe the way I was at the time. I was hanging on to the hem of his garment because it made me well. And in your case, I don't know if it will make you well, but you know what? It will give you the peace that you need to get through this. And that's what you need. You need the Lord's perfect peace. Again, this is Sarah Humphrey, Cancer Connection, and I want to hear your story. So feel free to email me at cancerconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. That's cancerconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can always write to me at P.O. Box 2286, Kansas City, Kansas 66110. And this is Sarah Humphrey. I will see you next time on Cancer Connection.